You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 45. Do you want to know the secret to organic Instagram growth? We all have our reasons for wanting to grow our social media following. Some of us just use Instagram as a platform to market our businesses, while others are using Instagram as a way to share their art and their creative side, while others just want to keep up with their friends and family and inspire those around them. Whatever your reason might be for wanting growth, let's face it, it's not easy. I remember being in high school when Instagram first became even a thing, and it was just really, I mean, I don't know if I was in high school when it was like created, but that's like my first memory with Instagram. I think it was my freshman year so I'm probably dating myself here but I really only used it to edit my photos I would go onto the app slap like a weird looking purple filter on an image and then take that image over to Facebook or Tumblr or whatever I was using at the time and post it there but these days a lot has changed Instagram is one of the most popular social media platforms out there with over 1.074 billion users worldwide holy cow that's a huge number and 71 percent of the users are under the age of 35 and 71 percent of u.s businesses use instagram to market their business that's an insane amount of people and to give you any sort of context of how just powerful this platform is like that is so many people i think there's what seven billion people in the world so like that's crazy with so many users on one platform and the insane amount of content that is being produced every single day it can feel almost impossible to get in front of your audience or to find the right people on ig you want to increase your following and bump up that engagement but you're just feeling stuck and pretty lost maybe you feel like you've tried everything and you're on your last straw Well, I'm here to tell you that you shouldn't throw in the towel. Instead, it's time to look at Instagram in a whole new light and an entirely new strategy. One that contains my biggest secrets for organic Instagram growth. And I'm not going to lie, some of these might surprise you. While I'm sure a lot of you are expecting me to go into detail about why you should be utilizing video in your Instagram strategy, which is true, I do think that is very important, that's not what I plan on talking about today. Um, Today is more geared towards the actual strategy, whether you're using video or photos and how to actually boost the engagement side of your strategy. Now, if you are interested in learning more about video and reels and things like that for Instagram, then check out episode number seven because I did a deep dive on Instagram reels. So head back and listen to that one if you want to learn more about reels. But that's not going to be my main focus today, even though I do think it's very important and I I do have an episode planned for the future talking more about why video is so important but I just wanted to get that out of the way because I feel like video has been talked about so much lately as an important Instagram strategy and while I am a hundred percent on board with that I wanted to kind of come at it from a different angle and present some new ideas to you that maybe you aren't already thinking about so if you're ready to learn a couple new strategies for Instagram and growth and change your mindset around the algorithm and what's holding you back from that organic growth, then this episode's for you. So stick around because we're going to get to it right after this. Hey, my name is Sarah and I'm a Western photographer, a business educator, and a marketing nerd. But most of my friends just know me as the crazy horse girl. My journey started when I bought my $800 horse at 14 and that manifested into a business that changed my life. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur and I have made it my mission to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so they can live that small town dream life that they desire while achieving goals bigger than they ever could have imagined. Around here, we cover all things marketing, 
marketing, social media, branding, content creation, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. If you're ready to get to work, learn how to uplevel your business and your life and get a little rowdy too, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. So this might sound a little backwards, but one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give you for organic Instagram growth is to actually stop thinking about growing and start focusing on what you already have in front of you. There is this huge common misconception with business owners that more followers equals more money, but that's just really not true. Sure, more followers could mean more exposure and more potential customers. And don't get me wrong, there's definitely benefits to having a large Instagram following, but there's also some downsides to that too, okay? It's not all rainbows and sunshine. I want you to ask yourself a question. Are the followers you already have right now being converted into customers? Now, maybe you have 50 followers or 100 followers or even 3,000 followers, and that's great, but how many of those individuals are buying from you right now? If you have a high percentage, then awesome. You would be in a great position to increase your following. But if not very many of your current followers are buying from you, what makes you think that the new ones will? I feel like everybody has always run into this idea of when I have more, then I'll do this or this will happen. And it's like this in so many aspects of life. You know, when I have a million dollars in my bank account, then I'll be financially free and maybe for someone who is smart with their money that's true but if you're not currently being smart with your money and you have a hundred dollars to your name what makes you think that all of a sudden having more money is going to make you smart with your money or not whatever in the situation that you're in so same thing goes for followers or even showing up online everybody talks about how important it is to be showing up showing your face like being active on social media it's just the name of the game right now when having a online business but I feel like I run into a lot of this and I've had a lot of students where they hesitate to show up. They're scared to show up their face on video or on their feeds and they're like, well, I only have 100 followers and it just feels weird because like it's my mom and like some of my close friends. So like once I have 2000 followers or 1000 followers, then I'll start doing it. But if you're not doing it now and you're not practicing and you're not you're not doing the things that you need to be doing what makes you think that you're going to just automatically do it when you have a bigger number if anything you're going to get more intimidated because now you have more eyes on you start now when you have less and build from there one it's going to help you build and increase your following and your growth but two it's going to give you that practice that's going to make it feel so much more comfortable and you're not going to feel nearly as awkward doing it when you have even more people watching you organic instant growth comes from having loyal fans and followers that can preach on your behalf. If you have a hundred followers and 50 of them have bought something from you, you're in a fantastic position because that means that 50% of your following is a loyal customer to you. If you have 10,000 followers and only 50 of them are buying from you, well, you may not have built a trusted following yet. My point is you should not be so eager to grow that follower number until you can take some time to focus on the people that are already there for you in your corner, serve the ones that have 
already told you yes. I think a lot of times we're, we get these followers and we're like, okay, check, cross that box off, done. I can like ignore them now. When in reality, you should be paying more attention to the ones that are already there, the ones that are saying yes to you, the ones that are already there supporting you. And it's the same thing in your business. A lot of times we're focused so much on trying to get new customers and new clients that we forget about the ones that we've already signed up that are already paying us so we should be putting most of our attention and giving so much more value to the ones that have already said yes to us that have already paid us because those are the people that are now going to preach on our behalf as well. They're the ones that are like, wow, so-and-so gives an awesome experience. They're so great. Their page is great because of this, this, and this. And they're going to be providing that social proof that's going to tell their friends and they're going to, you know, use word of mouth to spread our names around. So we want to be serving those people that we already have. Yes, at the same time, we want to be attracting new people as well, but most of that energy and attention should be going to the ones that have already said, I I want to hear from you. Yes, I'm ready. Like, I want more from you. So how do we build that loyal and organic Instagram following? With a little something that I like to call attracting and repelling. And I know it sounds scary. The word repel can make a lot of people nervous, but please just hear me out. It's a million times better to have 1,000 loyal fans or followers than 10,000 gray area followers. So Typically, smaller Instagram accounts are going to have amazing engagement because the people that follow them have genuine interest in what that person is posting. This awesome engagement is what leads people into getting more and more followers. The more engagement means your content is being distributed at a very fast rate. As your account grows and you gain followers, these numbers are going to decrease. So use it to your advantage if you currently have a smaller account. So how do you attract and repel and what exactly is that? Well, it's pretty much exactly how it sounds. It means attracting the people that you want, gaining the people that you want and pulling them into your corner and pushing away the ones that you don't. So we attract new followers by posting content that serves the audience we want to find. If you are a wedding photographer trying to find more brides-to-be, you are going to be posting a lot of wedding content, whether that's previous wedding shoots that you've done or tips for brides or how to plan your wedding day kind of advice content, all that good stuff. Even like funny reels about wedding content would be good. This is going to tell Instagram who you're trying to get in front of. This is also going to be a deciding point for your followers on whether or not this type of content you produce is of interest to them. And they may choose to unfollow you, but just don't panic. Losing followers is actually a good thing in some aspects. By choosing to unfollow you, they are saying that they don't relate to your content and they'd prefer to not engage with it. And this is so much better than having them stay on as a follower but never engage with you because that would just bring down your engagement average and not push out your stuff as much. If Instagram sees that you have all these followers but only, you know, 2% of them are actively engaged, Instagram's gonna say, yeah, this person's content might not be that great and it's not going to be distributing it as quickly. So we want to make sure that we can do what's called scrubbing. Um, and I use this a lot with like email marketing and that's kind of the term you like scrub your email list, but you can scrub your follower list. And if you see that there are followers that are not engaging with you, you can even remove them as a follower. If, if you've never interacted with that person, 
you can remove them or they can remove themselves. And it's going to actually, it, I know it can be hard to watch that follower number go down and it might feel scary, but it's actually going to bring your engagement up, which in turn will eventually bring your follower number back up. But instead of having unengaged followers, you'll be finding the more of the right people. Once you have produced content to attract the right people, the next thing you're gonna wanna do is take your current followers on a journey. We wanna go deep, not wide. We wanna go deep into information and value instead of trying to spread wide and reaching for new people. If you stop focusing on those who don't follow you, new followers will naturally start finding their way to you. You need to understand who your current followers are and why they are following you. Saying things like, oh, my followers follow me because they just really like seeing pretty pictures or they just want to live their best life. That's not, no, nope, stop it. It's not deep. <laughs> That's probably not only true as to why they follow you. It's not deep enough. So if you're tracking with me, but you're unsure of how to figure out like who is currently following you or why they're currently following you, here are some ways that you can do it and find that deeper answer. So the first thing you could do is post a question box to your story and ask why people are following you. Just straight up ask them like, why you follow me? And then people can go on and like respond to it. Or the second thing you could do is at the end of the day, scroll down your notifications and message every single new follower you got and ask them how they found you and why they decided to follow you. And this is also going to open the door for conversation and create that good engagement in the DMs. So that's kind of my favorite way to do it. But uh, if you're getting like 300 followers a day, it's a little time consuming, but you know, it's worth it, I think. Um, and then the third thing you could do is scroll down your follower list and click on each profile. This will also be pretty time consuming if you have a somewhat large following already, but you could do your best to just get a general idea of who these people are and why they might have chosen to follow you. So you're just basically looking for things that you have in common with these people and taking your best guess at why you think they follow you. But my favorite one is probably number two, but number one is a really good one too because you're getting the answers directly from them. It's also good to have a clear understanding of who you already have and not who you want to have. There is a big distinction between these two different concepts. Knowing who you already have as followers and being able to cater to them right now is going to be the best way to build that organic growth. Eventually, you'll be able to transition and pivot. My business, my, oh, wow, my business has pivoted a lot over the years, but you can't just like one day be posting about the pottery that you sell and then all of a sudden decide you're going to start selling macrame things too and just like immediately switch over and never talk about pottery ever again there has to be this transition because you've built this following for your pottery stuff people follow you for that and if you just all of a sudden randomly switch to macrame they're going to get confused and your engagement is probably going to go down go way down so you want to just slowly transition take people on this little journey and pivot slowly never just like super aggressively switch gears because that'll just get really confusing so have an understanding of who you already have serve them the content they want to see and stop focusing so much on just like what you want I mean it's fine to like 
like post kind of content that you want, but try to try to meet in the middle somewhere because I always think about it this way with like education and students that I have. A lot of people know what they want, you know. They they want to grow their business, they want to grow their Instagram, but they don't necessarily know what they need. They they want a big Instagram following, but they don't know that in order to do that, they need to do A, B, and C, or they want to get more photography clients, but um, they don't know that in order to do that, they need to have an email list. They need to have this type of system. Um, you know, there's the, there's so much that goes with it. And so you have to walk this line of like giving them what they want, but also taking them from that and walking them onto this journey of what they need. And that is where that value is going to come in. They're going to be like, holy cow, I like had no idea. But like that makes so much sense. And boom, that's the sweet spot. So hopefully that makes sense. That was kind of just like a random little jaunt of words I just threw out there. <laughs> okay, so this should come as no surprise. But engagement on Instagram is really just the name of the game. Like the more likes, comments, saves, shares you get, the easier it's going to be to grow your Instagram account organically. Getting good engagement, however, is a lot harder than it sounds. We all wish it was like easy as just posting a new reel or photo and bam, the comments come rolling in. But what happens if you post a new piece of content and all you hear is crickets? Instead of panicking and deleting the post and being ashamed and feeling like a failure, just ask yourself this. When was the last time you commented on someone else's post? When was the last time you engaged on other accounts? It's pretty simple. If you want more comments on your posts, you need to leave more comments on other people's posts. If you want more DMs from people, leave more DMs for other people. I've said this a million times, but people are more likely to engage with people they like, know, and trust. When you interact on other posts and they see that, it makes you seem like a real person, a real human being, not just this business robot. People are more likely to reciprocate your actions as well because you're establishing this relationship. Marketing is kind of just like dating. You start out really slow and you make kind of small talk. And then as you get to know each other more and you're interacting more, more, you begin to like, know, and trust each other, which is going to build this stronger and deeper relationship. And that's good. That is when people are going to buy from you or do more of the things that you want them to do. But it's a journey. It's not just a snap of your fingers and they happen to just immediately listen to you. I mean, I guess sometimes that might happen. I don't know. But usually it's a journey. So do things that your competitors are not doing also. If someone new follows you, jump into that person's inbox with a video of yourself being super creepy and weird and welcoming them onto your profile. Maybe not the creepy part. Don't be creepy. It feels really awkward at first, but the more you do it, the easier it's going to get. And the point is that you're making these followers of yours feel seen and heard. Most people would never video message a stranger, but not you. You're different. You're going to go the extra mile to make people feel all warm and fuzzy inside. So if you're doing these things that other people in your industry are not doing, it's going to stand out. You're going to stand out because let's say that you are whatever type of business you are. You're a photographer. I, I know I use them a lot because I am a photographer, okay? But anyway, so let's say you're a photographer and someone DMs you and they're asking like for your prices and information and all that. Chances are they're probably asking other photographers that same question. You know, they might just be copying and pasting the same message over and over again to 20 different photographers. If all of those photographers just reply with a message, a typed out message, like you can make that sound super great and like show your personality in those, but 
you are going to stand out if you're the only one that shows up on a video and you're like, hey, Caitlin, like, I'm so happy you reached out to me, blah, 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 like, here's the information, and you actually say it on a video, like, you're, you've already created this connection, they kind of get a feel for, like, how you talk, how you look, that whole thing is going to just build this deeper feeling with them, and they're going to be more likely to lean towards you because you went this extra mile, so remember that, friends, go, go the extra mile, do it. Okay, so some of my final thoughts on this topic are to remember that the algorithm on Instagram is not out to get you. It is really just simple math. One of the heads at Instagram had actually put out a video explaining the algorithm. So if you want to watch it, I will link it in my show notes on the blog. So you can go check that out on sarahelrodblog.com. But um, the whole point of the algorithm is to show people who like your content more of your content and vice versa. That's it. That's what the algorithm does. So when we shift our mindset to realize this, we're able to utilize it to our advantage. Please also keep in mind that numbers don't matter. The follower number above your name does not determine your value or your skill in any way. What truly matters is engagement. If you want organic growth, we want to get more engagement. Let's worry less about being popular and more about being profitable because popular will not pay your bills. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that these tips were insightful and that they brought some new mindset thoughts into your head and that you can kind of start to shift the way that you think about the algorithm and Instagram and growing your account and and use it to change your strategy and start utilizing different aspects of the app and serving your people and not getting so stressed out over things that don't matter. I love you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and post it to your story and tag me, Branded Cowgirl Podcast, on Instagram so that I can follow along and share your journey with you and support you and send you all the love. Um, I love you guys. Also, if you don't mind, please go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It means so much. Leave a little comment. It just takes like a minute of your time and it helps me so much and it keeps me encouraged to keep going and doing this because I love reading them and I will share them on the show if I see them. So um, I love you guys and uh, I will see you in the next one. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.